Welcome to the Product Business Podcast. This is your number one podcast for the tips, actions, and insights to make more money from your products while enjoying your life. I'm your host, Amy Wenslow. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to part two of branding for your product and your business. This is Amy Wenslow. I'm so glad you could join us. If you didn't listen to part one, I'd really suggest you listen to that as well. And that should be, I think, number episode um, 56. So listen to branding part one. It's 10 minutes long and then we'll continue in here. So branding part two. Let's talk a little bit about the vocabulary because the vocabulary of branding has gotten really confusing for many, many people. So what is a brand? A brand, like I said in the last part, is design of an intentional experience when it's done well, okay? Sometimes it's your brand is not intentionally designed and you just have what you have. Now, when you are doing branding... It is the intentional design. It's the act of figuring out what you want to be in the world and then intentionally creating all the pillars of your business and all the experiences and touch points that your customers, vendors, and employees have to support the identity of your business. So you can think of a brand as the DNA, of a body, right? The DNA, it's the core principles. And then you have the structures and the touch points are almost like the skeleton of the body. And then the visuals, like the logo, the colors, the environment, those are really like the appearance, the way it shows up, okay? So in my Uh, personal transformation journey. I have done a lot of work in many different protocols. So there's a concept called be, do, have. And be is the who are you being? Like how are you functioning? What are the thoughts and the patterns that you're holding? And then when you're being loving or you're being integrity or you're being happy, then the what you do on top of that way of being generates the results that you're having, right? So the, so the core is not the what you're doing, right? You don't change the what you're doing without changing the core. The core has to change for the what you're doing actions to feel like they fit and they belong. It's the same way with your brand. When you are rebranding your business, it's actually a deep dive into the DNA of who your business wants to be. And that gets communicated through the different brand elements, but the core of it is the brand. It's not just, brand is not just a logo or a sign. Brand is the experience, okay? And a brand designer, pulls all these elements of experience together in a way that adds up to the results that you want, okay? Now, you can have price be part of your branding. Say, for instance, you want to be known as a better quality product. You cannot be a bottom-of-the-barrel price if you want to be known as a better quality. You have to have a price that matches that. 
um, please do not fall into the trap of having a brand designer do your pricing work, okay? Um, our agency, we actually do branding and packaging, but we came out of and are based in what are the business structures for product businesses? What, how do we need to set up the business so that you make the sales and can scale the way you want to? So it's a very important distinction. So when you are thinking of the vocabulary of branding, you have the brand is the DNA, right? It's the core qualities. Branding is the act of intentionally designing an experience that has your core qualities get communicated and be felt by people. And then there's something that a lot of people do not talk about, which I think is really important, and that is brand guidelines. Brand guidelines are sort of the rule, the rule book of how your brand should get used. And by that I mean, what color is your logo? You know, Pantone color number, that should be in a brand guideline. Does the logo always have to have all the elements of it? Like our logo has a circular watermark to the left of the words and then it has a tagline under it. Our brand guideline specifies how our logo can be used. We can use the circle. It's, it's not a legal document. It is a direction for your marketing department or your, your marketing person or you, depending on how big your company is. And then on top of that, if you ever go to do a licensing deal with a company, say for example, you are doing a licensing deal with Warner Brothers or um, you know, the NFL, they will have brand guidelines on how you use the team logos that you have paid the fee for, right? And you have to abide by those brand guidelines. So it's a really important document because it says how things can be used and what should be done with them. Um, it can be the colors, how the logo appears, uh, the font shape, what you can say in text and what you can't. Those are all part of a brand guideline. So next piece about branding, who does the work? Okay, the history of the word branding comes from uh, graphic designers moving into more of a broad scope of supporting a business. So graphic designers do a lot of the visual elements. You may have a space designer or an interior designer that is doing the interior of a store or a restaurant or your office and those are also part of your brand team. And then you really should be involving your marketing person or department, whichever it is you have. And you want to be very clear about the feeling of it. So usually you're gonna start your brand design with figuring out kind of the energy that you want your business to have, right? It, like I said in, a few minutes ago or in the previous episode, our brand identity is friendly, approachable, trustworthy, and professional, right? It's upbeat, it's energetic. So we need to have our space feel like that. We need to have our communications feel like that. And that's a really important touchstone. And you can actually feel when something is off brand. Um, and it's come up a lot in the news and companies will get in trouble because you know they 
their fans liked them for one thing and then they did something else and it was off brand and they're like and the fans get mad right the people that have been using the product so brand identity when it's strong is really really powerful for your product with that everyone i want you to think about really how are you communicating your brand what is it how does it feel and what's the experience you want people to be having of your products and start really getting intentional with all of the considerations and design choices so that they support the business results that you want. Thank you so much for listening. You can certainly go over to turnproductsintoprofits.com, get a free digital download copy of the new book that's out. And if you are interested in joining our product mastermind, I would love to have you apply to join us. Uh, We do have a celebration special going on right now. It's very rare for us to do this, but I'm so thrilled about the book. We are, uh, (laughs) we're having a good time. So you can apply to be a part of our product mastermind over on productstoprofits.com slash mastermind. And one of the team will get in touch with you within one to two business days to have a conversation. So enjoy the rest of your day. I so love and respect you. I admire you. And I'm honored that you're here with us on the show. You have just listened to the Product Business Podcast with me, your host, Amy Wenslow. Subscribe, review, and share our podcast on Apple iTunes, Podcasts, or Google Play. Until next time. 